Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello and welcome to Kaylee Daily, the bi-weekly podcast about doula tips and tits. I am Kaylee Harad, your host, childbirth educator, birth doula, postpartum doula, mom, wife, sister, all of those things. Um, and I am the author and creator of the Birth Prep Blueprint, which is the host of this lovely podcast. So if you've been around for a while, you know that this podcast aims to answer a question about birth, pregnancy, postpartum, lactation, any of those random things. Um, and every episode is really focused on one question or a few questions that are related to each other. <laughs> so I sometimes don't do a good job of only answering one, but that's because some of them require some follow-up. So um, this is, however, not medical advice. Um, it is for in- information and entertainment only and um, for actual medical advice about your health situation, you need to talk to your own medical team. OK, so um, today we are tackling part two of the question that we started on Wednesday. So if you have not listened to that previous episode, go back and listen to that one. I will link it in the show notes. I'm going to try to remember to link in the show notes. I'm bad about that because I say it and then I forget by the end of the episode. So I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember, I'm just going to put that out there to link that previous episode. And if you have not yet listened to it, go back and listen to that first, actually, because that will help this one make sense. Okay. So the original question that was sent to me by one of my dear clients um, is, can you talk about the differences in the phases of labor and how they are distinct. So um, the phases of labor, I shouldn't go into all of this again. You should go back and listen to the other episode if you don't know what the phases of labor are. Um, briefly, they are early active and transition in the midst of the process from getting to zero to 10 centimeters. Okay, so that process of labor, that portion of labor before you're pushing or anything like that, That is what we're talking about in this. Okay. now Wednesday's portion of this conversation was how are they distinct physically? How do they feel different physically? This episode is about how they are different emotionally. Okay, because both are really important. Um, And so I wanted to separate them out so that you get some of the nuance in both things now. If you go back to that episode, you'll hear a very long rant about how I think sometimes these these phases are not as clear and distinct as we'd like for them to be. And I have many clients that say things to me like, Kaylee, where am I in the phases of labor? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean, I know that you're doing an amazing job. And I know that last time we checked your cervix, it was at whatever thing. 
I don't know. Like I, there's just not, your body doesn't give us like a play by play of what is happening. Right. So a big part of the process of labor is surrendering to that process. And that's actually wildly important because in the surrender, you then um, are able to really let labor play out however it's going to play out without dictating for yourself how that should happen, right? Because none of us can know that in advance when and how you're going to be in which phase, right? So um, anyway, one more time, go back and listen to that other episode if you have not yet listened to it. So um, the first phase of labor is early labor. It is emotionally the most exciting. You're usually like, oh my gosh, we're having the baby. Some of my clients are really nervous, like, okay, this is it. We're having the baby. Oh my gosh. Um, I won't name names, but one person once said, uh, are you freaking out about the fact that you're about to push (laughs) a child out of your vagina? Um, and so that's kind of all of the, um, emotions around this first part of labor. Okay. Now, um, as it progresses, you also maybe are feeling like I need to get a few things done or like finishing up a few things from work or packing the last couple of things that you have, or maybe you're like making delicious food. If you're my client, you're hopefully using all your oxytocin things, which we need to have an episode on. Maybe that'll be the next one. Um, and so you're doing that like early labor stuff, kind of getting yourself into a space to be able to get into labor mode, like, you know, get the logistical things out of the way. But also, generally, there's a lot more excitement, not as much fatigue or self-doubt yet, (laughs) okay? So that early part, a lot of times I'll talk to clients and they're like, okay, you know, I'm contracting like every 10 minutes. They're like 30 to 45 seconds long. And I'm like, all right, how are you feeling? And I'm like, good. I feel good. I feel great. Like we're actually doing really, really well. You know, like my um, partner is doing this amazing whatever thing that I love. And I ate my delicious food you told me to have on hand and whatever, right? So that's kind of emotionally usually the space that you're in in early labor. Um, However, as labor progresses, it demands more of you physically, right? And so then what can sometimes happen emotionally is that you have these, like, transitions of intensity physically that come with some doubt of yourself sometimes, right? So sometimes they're like, well, okay, so let me say this. Everyone has some doubt in the process of labor, in my experience. Maybe that's not true. I mean, I don't know. I guess all the labors I've ever experienced personally or as a doula um, come with some form of doubt at some point, right? I remember very distinctly with my second son um, saying to my husband, He had to be a C-section, so that's another conversation for another day. But saying to my husband, I don't think I can do this. (laughs) I was like laying on the operating table, like having the baby, right? And I was like, I can't do this. And he was like, well, we, we kind of have to do this. And I was like, I don't want to. And he's like, I mean... We have to do this time. Like, we don't ever have to do it again, but we do. And I was, like, looking back later, I was like, gosh, I was so unsure of my ability. And I wasn't even, like, pushing vaginally. Like, I was having a C-section in that moment, you know. But it is, I think, 
for many people, it is very much a part of these little like micro transitions in labor. One of the things that that means then is you need some positive affirmation also as part of those micro transitions. Okay. So what I'll sometimes say to clients is if I see that transition kind of happening, some people are more um, vocal about it than others. Some people just doubt themselves in their head and don't really say that out loud. Sometimes I'll say to clients, like, what are you thinking when you contract? And then sometimes clients are like, I'm thinking like, this isn't going to happen. I don't think this is really how it works. Like, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think I'm going to be able to have this baby. You know, if you're able to share with your team that you're having those doubts without shame, right? Because you can firmly live in the space that it is absolutely normal, totally fine to doubt yourself in the midst of this. They can encourage you. And hopefully before you're in labor, you've talked about some phrases that are encouraging. Maybe you've even made some birth affirmation signs. Maybe you've like memorized some phrases that you want to say to yourself or you want others to say to you, right? All of that is really, really important because in the midst of that doubt, you've got to have some encouragement to help you get through it, okay? So in a situation where I'm supporting a labor and I don't necessarily have like a scripted birth affirmation that that person wants or likes, then I'll say things like, we're just going to take this one contraction at a time. I know for an absolute fact that you can do this one. I know you can. Look at you. You're doing it, right? So instead of looking at like, can I do all the rest of labor, not knowing how long that is, can I do this moment? Like, can I finish? this contraction? Can I have this next contraction? Can I relax my body and let myself breathe really well in between these two contractions, right? Those are the things that I think are helpful emotionally because you're really focused on what you do know, which is that right this minute, this is the part of labor that you're in, right? So then as you go, you need some more encouragement throughout the process, but also You need some physical support, and it has to be consistent. So I would say emotionally, there's – I'm trying to think how to phrase it. There's, like, a need for this foundation that's holding you up to be there, if that makes sense. Let me explain what I mean by that. So um, let's say, like, in a certain birth scenario, the foundation is – that I hold your hand and your hand and this third person tells me that I'm great and maybe one more person is pressing on my hips, right? And I mean, I know that sounds like a dream to have a four-person support team, but um, in a four-person support team, you might have those like four jobs that are really distinct to the different people. If that's the case, then that is kind of your emotional foundation, right? You're sort of in a space where you're like, I can do this because I have all of this help, right? Because I have these people who are supporting me and holding me up in the midst of this. That means that support kind of becomes your emotional support, right? That becomes what you're leaning on emotionally. And one shift in that makes you like puts you kind of in a really fragile place because you're like, ah, everything was good. But then like, why did it shift? Right? Like what happened? What changed? Why did this happen? 
Um, and so it's, it's really delicate. It's delicate space physically and emotionally because so much of you is in this process of giving birth that everybody else around you has to just be supporting every other need your body and soul and mind have. Right. So, um, I know that sounds really intense, but it's actually like super beautiful space because there is this level of surrender to the birth that only happens in that in that spot. Right. In that spot where you're like, you know what? I can do this. My body's going to do this and I'm going to let it. I'm going to let it do this. I'm going to allow this to happen. I'm going to give birth to this baby. Right. Now, um, this goes along with the physical And I do not mean to say, I never want to say that everyone feels the same in the midst of labor. That is not the case. That's not true about anything, right? None of us feel the exact same thing about anything, right? So um, if this is not your experience, that's okay. There is a huge range of normal in labor and birth, huge range of normal. And so what you're going to feel both physically and emotionally is going to be a big range every time you give birth. Even when you're the same person giving birth to multiple babies, you might feel differently the first birth versus the second versus the third. Um, and maybe some of those doubts and, and emotional shifts are slightly different for you in each of those. But there is some change emotionally and physically as you go through these phases. Okay. So um, that's the end of this particular question. I would really, really love if you send me the questions that you have, any questions about birth, pregnancy, lactation, postpartum. Um, Also like and subscribe and comment so that other people can find this um, podcast, these episodes. Um, And I wish that you have lovely, well-informed, consent-filled births. Um, And I will see you again soon.